And welcome to episode 340 of the Siren Studs podcast. I'm Kurt, joined once again this week by my weirdest fuck co host, Peter and Jake. That's right, Kurt. Uh, this week, we're hosting the Silly Hat Day edition of the cast. Bring yeah. your silliest hat into the cast, just right in there. And if you win, we will get you an entire crate of RCQ exotic. Promise. Delicious. Get some tickets from the raffle. Submit them in at the school assembly. We'll hand them out. <laughs> the RC the RC Cola Cannon. We're gonna canonize you. You know, we were discussing this before the um, before we started. Uh, old sodas was primarily the subject, um, mm-hmm. and I not eighteen uh, hundreds old, mind you. No. Just like 1980s, early two two thousands, like OG four loco vault type shit. You know the red vault type shit. Mm-hmm. You know it was Mountain Dew. Everybody knew it, but we're like, Mom, I gotta get it. <laughs> it's new. I gotta scratch that itch, Ma. <laughs> it's I I at some point I think. Either, either on my own in some in some alternate universe, or on or on a Saturn Studs live, we'll we'll grab all these hoes. We'll grab cans of Tropical Sprite Rebix. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I don't know that I want soda. any part of a soda that's called a remix. <laughs> we should find the most random energy drinks or like sodas on Amazon and just do a oh yeah like this one cocaine. Oh, I remember cocaine. <laughs> you can interpret uh, that however you want. <laughs> y'all remember? Cocaine. Y'all remember original balls? I don't know if they still make it. Um, it was the OG energy drink before Red Bull. It was Balls Triple X, and that's balls with a W. Did it have a man cave s commercial where it's like grab life by the balls? <laughs> man cave esque. <laughs> You know, a lot of, lot of loud pictures coming at you. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, the steel. Your hungry man also, dinner. Also, don't type in balls triple X into Google. I know I shouldn't. Anyone who's internet savvy should know this. Really, Peter? <laughs> but but yeah, here you. I am that making the same mistakes. You were expecting? <laughs> Might be a little different. A little, a little too much of what you expected. It doesn't help that the bottle is literally it had literally has like the the bumps. It has the textured bumps. <laughs> it's ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> That's funny. Why? <laughs> so you That's can great. grip it better because you get the it's, shakes after drinking. It's for <laughs> gripping. <laughs> you want to run a boys? Happy no up November. <laughs> You want to run your marathon with pure guarana? <laughs> Grab new studded balls. <laughs> Wait, does it say caffeine guaranteed up top? <laughs> yes. Oh no, balls. caffeine guarana. Okay. <laughs> guarana. I would want that as advertising on my fucking caffeine soda. guaranteed. 
God damn, 32 grams of sugar and 10 fluid ounces. Only the best, baby. Oh, boy. <laughs> Fucking too much of a good thing. Just uh, like our first trailer entree watch. Whoa, 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 The trailer whoa, whoa. watching segment. You skipping but where we're coming from? I did. I did. My God. I had a whole bit lined up. I, had a, I drank a balls before this. I'm too hyped up. No, I was going to go off on a tangent, so it's probably better that we did. I have Get no right idea to... where to put the marker. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming at you live from the World Cup. We're in Saudi Arabia. Is that we're, where we're, we're in Quasar. Is that because yeah, Qatar? I believe is the name. We're in, we're in, we're in Quasar, and we decided to pull a little pranky poo on on the Saudis. A, uh, a historically good-humored people. Yes. We know how they love uh, inclusivity. Practical jokes. So we jokes. decided to just wear all rainbow and dye our hair pink and just like carry around dildos. But like they're microphones, so we're going to go around interviewing people later. It's going to be great. We're doing it for the gram. We don't for, know why they gave us a for booth. For the imam. We're gonna test how uh, how much they've reevaluated the relationship with Saudi. We're doing it for the political prisonership. I always wanted to be a political prisoner. It's a dream of mine from an early age. How far can we push U.S. Saudi tensions? Yeah, get into the breaking point. Middle East brinksman. The fucking title of the video is Middle East brinksmanship. Gone viral, <gasps> gone sexual, <laughs> gone sexual. <laughs> we knew the reporter didn't break it, so there's the big <laughs> fucking red arrow pointing to like <laughs> to a fucking slave building a stadium, <laughs> and it's just the fucking thumbnail, the thumbnail just going like pogging right at, at the human Pog. rights abuses. <laughs> Pog ch- child. Child slavery. So, what? Like, what are the chances of the main stadium after it's been, you know, halfway built and used up at the Olympics? Does it become the next spot for uh, for the crown jewel expansion for WWE? Non-zero. It's <laughs> about as good as we can hope for. Uh, but what we can also hope for is the same trailer that I was about to talk about. In Trey Watch, our trailer watching segment of this podcast about things. Uh, John is Wick. Correct description of this show. It's about things, generally. It's, about things. it's approximately things. Uh, John Wick, chapter four, another one. Uh, I, I don't feel as like grumpy about this as like other franchises that go on for just like gratuitous sequels because it was kind of up front and i feel like that's part of the deal was like keanu reeves was very much like yeah we're just gonna like keep bumping these out don't no one pretend that this is for artistic integrity or whatever (laughs) this is because people want to watch john wick shoot people and do it over and over again and we're just gonna keep making these so until you stop watching we will keep making them and that's a, that kind of sums up this trailer, more or less. Yeah, if, if, if you've seen one John Wick movie, you've kind of seen them all. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe maybe it's not like 
as exhausting because they are fun to watch. So it's like, yeah, it might be the same movie over and over again, but yeah, I mean, I also there's, don't... there's, I have a soft spot in my heart for schlocky action movies. That's, I've made no secret of that in my life, but uh, yeah. you know, it is, it is largely the same sort of beats over and over. Yeah, it also it... benefits from not having a capital F fandom, or at least not one that's mainstream. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are lore heads who go deep into the John Wick like story and are all about the, the what the table. And management and all the like the lore behind it. Well, that shit like but, went like, from zero to hundred real quick because none of that was in the first movie. <laughs> nope, they're just like, all right, we need we're making sequels. We need to just we need world building immediately. Call the world building specialist. <laughs> He's gonna fucking shove mm-hmm. all of this shit in here. Um, and that's that's also the beauty of it is like you can. I don't have to worry. They'll just throw. They'll they, you can just put whatever in there in terms of like story contrivances oh like there's the table but there's like the table on the table with the super illuminati and he's got to fight them now and i would just i'd be like smiling and and watching along for the ride as long as he like yeah sure i don't know does he like i don't know use a blender to like decapitate a person (laughs) fuck i'll watch it is he gonna is he gonna gouge someone through the brain with a jewel and then smoke their mind (laughs) Fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll tune in. <laughs> I'll watch it on whatever streaming service it fucking sloughs its way onto. Uh, I this, this bad boy is going only in theaters. They they made a point about that. Well, yeah, I, it will eventually I find after. its way to a streaming um, service. So you know how some franchises have like the proper watch order, or like the alternative watch order. Um. Right. Let's say for yes like, for the sake of advancing your story. Yeah, for like, um, <laughs> what is it? Uh, I know Star Wars has a famous one, the machete, the machete order, right? Um, where you watch them not in like chronological order or not in um, movie, <coughs> movie number order, but you watch them in a different order. Yeah. Uh, so you do that with this, but the special order is you just hit shuffle. Every every twenty minutes, <laughs> and and you just blend all these movies together into one, and you know you'll just get you know there'll be an action scene you don't know which movie it's from but you're fucking watching it, and you it's just the it's the John Wick experience, John dude. Throw a little, you throw a little cyberpunk in there, no one will even notice. <laughs> All right, that's John Wick Chapter Four. Um, they don't even have a fancy name for it, like they did yeah. the last one. They're simplistic. Um, yeah, it's gonna be weird. When speak, it's like Tokyo Drift. How that, that's the one that has like the weird subtitle. Well, the whole gimmick for a while was, uh, you know, they'd like kind of get punny with the order of the words. Like, you know, you had Fast and Furious, and there's too fast too furious and mm-hmm. then tokyo drift and then they they reset it and it was no longer about stealing uh combo uh dvd vhs players yeah. <laughs> they yeah. just rebranded fast and furious and then fast five uh furious six, six. <laughs> yep 
um, fate of the furious because fate has the word eight in it, kind of. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of sequels, you know, with with funny names, um, we got Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. So they made sure to. Let you know it's a part of that franchise. Well, yep, net, this is if you spent the money that Netflix spent on this, I'm sure you would too. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know what, I have to think it's intentional at this point. That again, they're calling this trailer number one. We've been talking about this for like a couple months now. Yeah, yeah this should get delayed or something like that, or is it coming out like pronto? I think they just name every trailer trailer number one. Yeah, this is definitely not like. <laughs> This is the same trailer that we saw in the movie theater in front of Black Adam. <laughs> oh, really? Literally the same one. Oh, I have I have not seen this yet. So, well, but then again, I also haven't seen a movie. Well, but in, but in, in your defense, this was uploaded as trailer one three days ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. We saw was, Black yeah. Adam two weeks ago. <laughs> wow. That that yeah. That's. Uh, I'm trying to think of is if there was any other ones. I mean, I know they would put Dave Batista as a front and center dude, so <laughs> of course. You gotta gotta push the Batista out front. With, yeah, with um, Batista's out. I, I maybe maybe the trailer we saw before, I mean, other than your Black Adam one was just the one that was the quote unquote teaser one that probably gave away too much. because um, this is a lot of Well this one is uh definitely longer and didn't give out a lot, but maybe it did. I don't know. Maybe they should have like saved the. Uh, I mean, I hope for that. I think get there's a, no a mystery. There's really no need for a trailer to ever be longer than two minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was just to try to sell more on the uh, the cast, or like we we really got a lot of star power here. Look, look, look! No, we swear. <laughs> Like they're great. Look it's, at Dave Batista. He he shows his titties like four or five times in the trailer. Pay no attention while to you're the watching. to the fact he's nearly sixty. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, we just talked about John Wick four and Keanu Reeves's. Uh, he's past sixty, right? Well, point? Adrena Chrome will do crazy shit, man. Uh, Dave Batista's fifty three. Keanu Reeves, yeah, I think he's in his sixties now. The blood of babies will bring you closer to God. So no, he's fifty. It happens. Fifty-eight. So he's not quite sixty. Okay, but damn close. <laughs> by by the time John Wick six rolls around, he'll be a for, he'll be sixty years old. <laughs> John for, Wick for chapter reference. six, septuagenarian. <laughs> for reference, Kurt. For I mean, well, we both have we both have um, fathers who are a little bit older than that. Yeah, Only my just a dad is uh, sixty-six. Yeah, so like, yeah, the you're <laughs> he's he is as old as a millennials' he dad could conceivably be my father. That would not be Which, even a stretch. I, could he conceive me to be my father? He was in Bill and Ted, right? He, they gave him time powers for that. Make me Keanu Reeves' son. Make me, what, make me baby. Why Reeves. do you want to be Keanu Reeves' bastard child? 
Because then you get a cool last name like in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like how they called Jon Snow Jon Snow. That's because he was in he was a bastard in the north. So they would call them Snows. <laughs> the way you said Snow that, way. you're like, that's why they called Jon Snow Jon Snow. It's like, is that you know, just that was his name? <laughs> well, because um, for I, I don't know if it's um, I, no, I think it's area. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's area. Wherever they're volume. born in, we're, volume Stark location. Sorry, <laughs> little Miss Little Mister Particular. Uh, whatever location a bastard is born in, that is. Uh, that depends that gives their their last name oh i so, feel bad for so, for mitch back I of a were, new york city yeah, taxi I, cab <laughs> <laughs> i i thought you were talking about aria stark and i'm like yeah why they have aria stark why haven't they come up with volume stark or god damn it or distance stark um dornish are stones and brandon uh um, maybe they're snakes i don't know brandon bathroom stall snakes. of a truck stop also is gonna have a hard life <laughs> so yeah different different bathroom names but nicholas cage you ever have intrusive <laughs> thoughts that make you think that you might be a little special <laughs> i plead the fifth I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes video trailer list mm-hmm. and just like looking at it from a outward okay. perspective and like the guy who's picking the thumbnail is like overly reliant on faces. No. Faces do well in the algorithm, you see. <laughs> I guess so. Yes, I, was, I am it, looking at this where where every thumbnail is a face with, with an a expression. close to mid level shot, um, looking looking either looking in because one of three directions to the left, to the right, or directly at the camera. The three because directions I, I the, one could look. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the thumbnail for Troll, and I said, "Wow, Dave Batista is uh, doing wonders with makeup." And then I'm like, "Wait, they're all Dave Batista." <laughs> Just in different <laughs> makeup and prosthetics. We all have a little Dave Batista in us. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta let the Batista out. <laughs> Sometimes Batista. you just gotta let the whale out. In the new trailer, the whale, which we have yeah. absolutely no idea what it's about. Um, we got to hear little... Brendan Fraser say lines, and that made me. I excited. can I can make a educated guess. That uh, Brendan Fraser's character is struggling with uh, an illness, possibly of a terminal variety. We don't know. We, the trailer didn't tell us. We, I have to have a, a two-minute, two-hour-long well, trailer. Yeah, I swung and a miss with that one. <laughs> Here's the synopsis from the, from the box. <laughs> the description box and Rod Demand trailers. An obese and reclusive English teacher tries to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter daughter for one last chance at redemption yep there look at that this is that's this is a fucking intense trailer i I do yeah Yeah, every i've i've heard a fair amount about this um you know from like film festival reviews and 
apparently like uh brandon fraser got a standing ovation at whatever film festival um so mm -hmm. you know this is this is a shot for him to get back and do something he, he's never done in his career and win an award um, yeah and uh you know Bro. oh and it's fucking coming out the ninth like it's oh, coming really? out in a month hell oh, yeah. yeah yeah award season so yeah, uh, I, I'll have I, to I watch another A24 I mean, movie this year. God damn it. <laughs> people were talking a lot about that. Um, just the fact that it it got so much behind-the-scenes praise, um, and we knew next to nothing about it other than just Brendan Fraser was awesome in it, apparently. Um, and yeah, it would, be, it would be cool to see him make a, make a pretty triumphant comeback. Because um, the dude had it he, all. The dude was on top of the world. Like he could have, he could have done a ton of shit and been like, a, I don't want to say Tom Cruise, but like he could have done. Well, he was. Some they crazy. got him in the Mummy because they couldn't get Tom Cruise. He was still filming yeah. Eyes Wide Shut. Like yeah. he had not one, but two movies about a caveman working, learning to interact with with the modern day society. It's true. Or say yeah. a wild man. He was, he was both Encino Man and George of the Jungle and George of the, the Jungle, Jungle too. too. Yeah. He was in Monkey Bones too, right? I Monkey believe Bones? so. Yeah, that movie rocked my world, dude. <laughs> Monkey Bones was the tits. Um, so, yeah, and, and I feel like not a lot of people know about his, like why he kind of slinked back into uh, obscurity. And part of that might... Um, was I know the a bit of the man me too movement where he didn't really get a yep. whole lot of recognition for what happened to him. Um, I, I don't even know if uh, yeah, he was kind of like assaulter even got well, he got him before. blacklisted from Hollywood pretty much for yeah. a long time. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I if you want to, I don't want to say wrong things, the information's out there if you want to look into it. Um, just just know basically you got a pretty raw deal, and the fact yeah, yeah, that yeah. he hasn't he disappeared for a couple decades from being in stuff isn't the, just because well, was, his last like movie was, was just wasn't in the the mainstream eye. He was in yeah. GI Joe. Oh, uncredited cameo. Well, because he was yeah. in he was uh the robot man. Yeah. yeah, that's when we first started. Like, uh, that's when we were like, oh yeah, Brendan Fraser. It's kind of like yeah. the beginning of his comeback. The yeah. the Renaissance, as they're calling the it. Renaissance, I love uh, it. And if you go watch our episode, I don't know which one it is, but it's way back. Yeah. About about Doom Patrol, I think we go into more detail about what happened because we were figuring that out for ourselves on the stream. Yeah. On the on the cast. It was not not fun. <laughs> Nope. So we're all we're all rooting for him. Yeah. Hopefully he can uh can win that award and you know have a have a moment of triumph. Um Yeah, I don't have a transition. Pinocchio, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It's it's another Pinocchio movie. In a world of tons of Pinocchio movies, um another one. Here's here's uh, one. DJ Khaled says another one with a slightly different story. And mm -hmm. that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I, it'll be I mean, fine. It's, 
Yeah, it's Guillermo del Toro. He's doing his del Toro thing. I I do like that the the blue fairy is like a fucking sphinx. That, yeah. that was nifty. Um, yep. Yeah, he feels. I don't know why, but I'm getting like the Golem of Prague vibes from this. I don't know. I don't know how comfortable I am with the fact that Pinocchio is naked. Yeah. Yeah, he is just he's just hanging his wood out for everyone to see. I mean though, it makes me feel better that we know definitively <laughs> he doesn't have a penis. <laughs> that Geppetto didn't build a penis on him. Because I feel like the fact that he wears clothes normally. So I guess he didn't you get his wish don't be then, wearing clothes right? he got no nudity under there. Because he wants to be a real boy. And he can't be a yeah. real boy if he doesn't have well, if the he equipment. Becomes becomes a real boy, then yeah, yeah, it's just smooth underneath there. That <laughs> I don't know what else, man. <laughs> I don't want to really dive deep into this, but man, all I got questions are is if he did this, have a penis, this is where what you would make it grow. You draw the line in terms of what you're willing to engage in. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Maybe a uh, fake little boy penis, um, kind of. But I, it does leave me with a burning question, a burning hard-on, if you will, um, of what does his peener have, like, magical powers? Telling the like truth, his nose does. obviously. Well, yeah. no, because then it would be, like, constantly, like, yeah, fucking rock hard. That's his fucking. I, that's that's the gift they've given to him to encourage. It's to encourage him to be a good person. That's yeah. that's a curse, man. Just imagine, like, like no. Being the thing is that his nose, the like the nose and the dick, are actually the same branch, and it just goes yeah. from one to the other based man, on how much truth man, he's telling at the man, same time. Man, um, I more importantly, I think, which is critical for everyone to understand, uh, if you if you go frame by frame through this trailer, uh, you will find that uh, in the, at about a minute. I want to say a little after um, we have the most important cameo of all time. He goes to the Joker stairs. <laughs> Where is it? Fuck. Yeah. It's like, he goes to the, uh, oh, I can't, I, it, it, it dropped right past me. I, I can't search bitch. for it, but you promised me Joker stairs. Where are you? Hold on, we'll find it. Investigative journalism. Don't call it dead air. It's investigative journalism. All right. Well, we're well. We well, Jake. Getting there. Stepping into One the mine. One second per second. Found it. I found it, guys. Joker stairs confirmed for fifty-six seconds. All right, behind. It. All right, you had it by like. Oh yeah. Jets nice. Jokes. Rock solid. That's gonna be the new meme. Everybody's gonna the Pinocchio Joker stares. Nobody saw when it coming. I, Guillermo he's, del at the, Toro. he's at the fucking carnival. He's like, when I come out, I need you to. I want you to call me Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shoots Geppetto in the fucking head. You're awful, Geppetto. <laughs> <laughs> you get what you deserve. What's a cricket? Uh, you didn't make a me a name? penis. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pee, Geppetto. 
I've been holding it in for my whole life. Four miserable, cursed I, years. I'm constipated, and I'm tired of pretending I'm not. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm made of wood, or else I definitely have a urinary tract infection. Man, is needs- Bruce Wayne? Is Bruce Wayne my real father? <laughs> Tell me. Tell me. Don't worry. Um, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Pinocchio because I mean, speaking of the you, Joker, you know baby, the um, Mind Cage, the Joker, uh, played by John Malkovich, um, does some art on some dead bodies, and apparently that's illegal now. What the fuck? I didn't. All morticians are dictatorships. I guess all morticians are criminals now. I mean, what else would you call embalming? Elon Musk owns Twitter. I thought comedy was legal now. <laughs> I kill I kill and dress up a couple bodies. I paid my like $8 for my blue check mark. This shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, what the fuck? John Malkovich? Zodiac Killer verified? Yeah, this is what <laughs> happens when uh Lionsgate tries to make a uh neo noir thriller in the vein of 7 or Zodiac. Um you get something a little half baked starring. You get you yeah. get Martin starring, starring guys tired, in the back nine a, of a their very career. Very tired Martin Lawrence. <laughs> he is sleepy in this. He just woke up from his twelve p.m. nap. <laughs> I've I've worked on this case for thirty years. He's Man, my arch rival emesis. I gotta. I can't wait for the behind the scenes until he tells us about old Hollywood and how it used to be. Man, that'll be great. I uh, Martin Lawrence is great. I can't. Uh, I can only hope that this is better than um, all the little things that uh, one with Remy Malik, uh, Denzel Washington, and oh yeah, Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. The one where it's like it was almost looking like it was going to be a very interesting. It looked promising, and then they just did not deliver on any of that promise. Mm -hmm. The only way this is good is if they give the reins, and I mean the fucking reins, to John Malkovich. Because I'll do disgusting things for some John Malkovich screen time. That was my biggest disappointment about Red. Did you want to... Were you really captivated by the movie being John Malkovich and saddened that you didn't have the opportunity to be John Malkovich? I never saw it. Oh, that's that's pretty good. It's on the Plex server. Yeah. Has has John Malkovich ever been in a movie with Warner Herzog? I feel like that would be I, a tour de force. I don't know. Put him on a bike, it'll be tour de France, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, I mean, if you want to mistake your meaning there, <laughs> no, no, there's no could be misinterpreted so many ways. <laughs> I'm glad you know what I mean, though. <laughs> Uh, that's well. Uh, he gets to be a guy sitting in a, you know, in a prison and getting interviewed in the prison cell. So that means he gets to be. That's that's the new, you know, that's the criteria 
for being a top actor? Like, are, is your character insane? And you're in a tense interview with a hero in a prison cell. Well, he's got he's got that Lionsgate contract where he's like, "I'll be in your movie, but just barely." I don't want to have uh, to stand. I want there to be papers in front of my character so I don't have to remember my lines. I can just read the script. <laughs> there's strong Silence of the Lambs vibes from this. Uh, definitely with the, the needing the previous murder to help on an investigation. So it's not exactly original, but... I, uh... Hey, we'll see, uh... I think you might be the only person... <laughs> Who will ever compare Mind Cage to Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> well, I saw that in the in the comments too. I mean, it, in the no, case that, of, it, there's a there's another killer, and you need to talk to the other killer to yeah, figure out the the first killer. That's literally exactly how I Silence understand. Of the Lambs. I've I've seen the movie. Jake. <laughs> I'm just saying say that. What? I think one is going to be in a much different strata of film than the other. Oh and yeah, my, I mean, I feel like people look back on Silence of the Lambs and they're probably like, it's like, okay. I want this, but with more John Malkovich. <laughs> I mean, where's I mean, Martin yeah. Lawrence? <laughs> I need Martin Lawrence. To... I guess yeah. Jodie we'll Foster is uh, good and all, but I really feel I like wish it was Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just replace her in every movie she was in with Martin Lawrence. You know, it's funny. This is the type of movie that. We'll find out later that like it was supposed to be Will Smith, and they recorded like half the movie with Will Smith. Well, I, w- I would have thought. Like, well, maybe Will they Smith like, edited him out. Maybe Will Smith's the killer at the end. Oh, he just kills his victims with a slap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they're all so pale. He slaps the color out of their cheeks, and he absorbs it to himself. Yep. Because we all know. <laughs> Will Smith, the white man, needs to get needs his the black siphon melanin from his unsuspecting victims. He wears the skin of his victims. He's got that vampire slap. It's a special move. It's his terror move. He can terrestrialize into the vampire. Power type. of his stand. Terror type. Oh, dear. this is good. I'm workshopping a Will Smith Pokemon right now. Nintendo, you listen. You listen good. You know for your they, Will Smith DLC. They had to put him in Pokemon because they put couldn't put him in Hamilton, so they made Chevalier instead. Ah, hey, last transitions. one. Transitions. I think that's the last uh, trailer we got here. Yeah, at least the last new one. Um, no, it's, this, a, it's a light week. This combines the tropes that we've kind of noticed over the past couple things a couple uh weeks which is you know one um like the the hype behind hamilton of course and two this like absolute like swarm of of sassy like uh classic period classical period dramas bridgerton yeah and like or lady chatter lady chatterley's lover which was last week um and then you're matching that up uh, with the based on a true story mm-hmm. uh, genre, which I guess this one, this story is a pretty good story. So I've heard the, the story of um, Chevalier Shane Georget, who is a pretty larger than life kind of figure. 
that's not a real name. That's just a collection of random syllables. <laughs> well, Sorry, you're right. Oh. I, I apologize. It's Chevalier de Saint George. Much more Don't believable. Don't make fun of the French. <laughs> Don't make fun of the French. They, they, they have their own way of doing things. You know. Uh, his real name was Joey Baloney. Joey Botafogo. <laughs> You, you think I'm lying? It's Joey Baloney. Send it over, baby. Picture yeah, so I guess happen. he was... I mean, from what I gather, I have done literally no research into this. <laughs> Sometimes I don't... Fuck. Sometimes that, I don't... You, that, was, that was a move I would make. I commend you for that, Jake. Holy shit. Joseph Bologna... It really demystifies the whole story, doesn't it? Yeah, if you replace every like, could you imagine they just titled this movie Joey Baloney? Like he's up, like in this in this trailer, he's got to go up on stage and do like the violin rat, like the violin off with uh, with the other guy, and they're like calling him up. It's like, all right, and your challenger is Joey Baloney. Why wouldn't you call the movie that? That's such a better name. <laughs> that is a million times better. I, I, that may, if they, I may go to this movie only to see if they will include this. Oh, geez. I need to, um, hold on. Let's see if I can't <laughs> grab I that. For, uh, <laughs> No. His, his name was Joey Baloney. Put some respect on it. Come on now. What the Come fuck? Come on now. He wait. How did? So I'm reading his wiki now, and he got two concertos dedicated to him by Antonio Lolly. So uh, this this popped up in the wrong uh, Tony Lolly. Wrong screen. Tony, <laughs> Tony Lolly. <laughs> there it Tony is. Lally. This one. This Here's, one goes out to Joey Baloney. <laughs> goes on to Joey Baloney. Hey, you going to the Tony Lolly show later? Yeah, he went to the Academy Royal Polytechnique. He went to Paris Polytechnic. <laughs> got his music degree. There's your. Uh, there it is, folks. Uh, Joseph Baloney. Wait, <laughs> he was he was the son of a Mets. This just keeps getting better. History would be a lot more cooler if we put like. Just their nicknames <laughs> in history. <laughs> so yeah, Johnny Adams was one of the presidents after Georgie. <laughs> George washed my balls. Uh, not a lot of good. I know all the American ones are lame. Uh, yeah, kind of lame. <laughs> Hey, it's Tommy J. I don't really feel like it's uh, appropriate to really try to to find a figure in American history with a name like Joey Baloney. I feel like that's too high a standard that we're trying to hold to. Yeah, it, this is it's it's a legendary moniker. So I don't think I you know any any effort would be in vain. Yeah, I, I like the little um, throwbacks. Uh... We got little name drops every now and then to Marie No Neck Antoinette. <laughs> and um, 
Oh, that's pretty cool. No, everything should be directed by Lin Manuel Miranda, and um, there should be should there should be like some meta songs in this that are like, "Hey, yo, Marie Antoinette, don't lose your head, huh? Cool." This could be. Th- what if they turned this into the sequel to Hamilton, like the spiritual sequel? Wouldn't chronologically this be a prequel? Prequel. Oh, there you go. Well, <sighs> yeah. Oh, this is before the French Revolution. So, because he apparently he was in the French Revolution too, in in addition to being an accomplished like uh, violinist and sort like he, this man literally went to Bard College and joined in the fucking revolution plot. I uh, I saw seventeen forties. I don't know if that's correct or not. That's that sounds like Bastille times. The band, the, the, them Bastille times. <laughs> They have bitch like Karen Bastille. <laughs> I'll kill her. Goddamn bitch Karen Bastille. Alrighty, let's uh, yep. let's wrap that up and let's, let's keep going and talk some uh, uh, movies here. That's uh, that, that have already come out. Joey Below here. Follow up. It's <laughs> some. Uh, November, first weekend, November 4th through the 6th, 2022. Um, Black Adam holding on to the top spot like Grim Death. Uh, 18.27 million, only down 33.5%, which is less of a drop than last week. And it did drop yeah, out of it's... another 400 theaters, so... Maybe it's stabilizing. Well, only, it could be. There's also it's also the only superhero movie in the top ten right now, so it has no one to no competition. This is, I would say, this is a a genius move by Warner Brothers planning to to release it between Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> it's the I feel like that's the that's the sweet spot for like if you just need to put any superhero movie and let it get to the top of the box office um it's you've made got an open shot 326 million dollars i was however just reading a story the other day about how it's it's likely to fizzle at the box office without china i guess this movie is an opening in china oh because mm. of magic maybe too much magic and and maybe ancient tombs, I don't know. Egyptian gods, yeah, they talk about Egyptian gods. Hmm, weird, yeah. So that was an interesting move for a studio that is desperate to not lose money. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I think we missed out on an opportunity here. Are though. we going to get the remember, rock in a, in a limo eating ice cream and going talking about Bing chilling? similar yeah because remember remember when uh i think it was like a fast and furious or was it the um uh one of the spin-offs john cena accidentally called taiwan a country (laughs) and he had to apologize and like flew what what seemed like fluent yeah he he does he's been been learning mandarin for a while but I do remember that back to this i remember the fucking hostage video (laughs) look that it had Kurt, do you remember the time that John Cena came back for that one match, and like in the in kayfabe, he'd gone to 
gone to China to learn his sixth move of death. Oh yes, I do. Because he had the five, he had the five moves of death. But like he'd been out of, he hadn't like wrestled in a pay per view in how however many years. And he comes back for whichever. I don't WrestleMania. think it had been that long, and I think it was uh, for the Super Showdown Australia show. Yeah, and he he got he's like I have my sixth move of death. It's like so weird, like it's like it's some kind just of like uh, a weird spinning backfist thing. Yeah, Jake, you're, it was you're on video. Everyone can see you abandoning your post. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fucking dereliction of duty over here. Like the you're the married to her, man. Jake. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am still getting used to my ring. Um. <laughs> And it's already slipped off one time when I flick my fingers after I wash my hands. <laughs> so now I'm taking it off. I only do this here, which is good. Um, or I, I sometimes leave it behind. And that was the first time I noticed. I'm like, fuck, where's my ring? So I had a mild panic attack. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Just like uh, One Piece film Red got there to the second. The one ring is real. To the second uh, place in the box office this week with a uh, quite distant second of $9.3 million, but in only 2,300 theaters, so a pretty strong per theater average um, of just under $4,000. But more importantly than any of that shit, it finds itself in our spotlight this week. Because that was my dramatic sound. We are uh, hurting for choices. <laughs> um, yeah, we were not going to review Tad the Lost Explorer and the Emerald Tablet. Uh, neither were we going to review Vandits. I did cast a vote for Vandits, but it was overruled. So that did you already do we'll uh, Banshees? The, the no, um, but I actually want to see that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, as you know the drill, we IMDb user reviews, real reviewers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, Grant Abbott, uh, yeah. son of Greg. <laughs> <laughs> son of a Greg. Seven uh, seven six two one two uh, has a review of a One Piece film read <clears throat> thus the movie was fantastic don't let neck beards on this site fool you <laughs> uh, again this is 10 out of 10 submitted November 5th way too many people on here found it bad the entire premise that it was at a concert what did you expect the visuals were stunning great story slash Villain, we learned more about so many things. I wanted to post this to increase its ratings here because people wanted what the movie wasn't. Don't blame the creators of the film or Oda for you not understanding that it was meant to be partly musical. It was advertised so many times showing us it was about music. I just think you need to look at what they wanted to make 
and what was produced. A great musical film. All caps on that. Uh, and that's exactly what we got. Get mad, but don't bring this movie with you. Um, so, you know, don't don't have an opinion <laughs> on whether or not you enjoyed the fact that it was a musical. Just, you just don't get it. Five just, out of seven found that helpful, Just though. consume and uh, get excited for next product. <laughs> All right, so I'm seeing I'm seeing a trend as I'm as I'm going through the one out of tens. Um, Is it about music? <laughs> it's a, it's it's either music is dumb, or you baited us with shanks. So what? you know, you know that character, my favorite, Shanks. Wanted to this, see him th- so bad. Yeah, I think this this hits our. Um, our drink, drink quota or drink rule. Yeah. Uh, one out of ten, zero stars. I could rate it. Shanks is bait. Take a drink. Gave it his own rating in the title, nonetheless. Now, warning spoilers. So, any avid anime One Piece aficionados, you're not here because you've already seen the movie, and you don't even care. So, fuck it. Uh, Shanks' bait? Nothing to do with Shanks. No, this is not his review. This is me. No, I have outlined my review in um, a bulleted format, so this is why it's bad. Terrible storyline. I tried so hard to stay awake throughout. Next bullet. The worst art direction of any One Piece movie. What's with all the mess that's happening on the screen throughout? (laughs) <laughs> it's called animation. Wow. Believe we call uh, that a character... movie. <laughs> what, what are these lines? What are these pictures flashing in front of my eyes? I can't turn pages? What the fuck? <laughs> pictures are moving. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't understand any of the Japanese. <laughs> 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 no, that was a Character develop was a complete mess. Oh, first of How all, do you know if you can't understand? You've, you've had a, a thousand episodes of character development for all the other fucking idiots in the show. That's they left to develop. <laughs> the one new bitch who's singing a song? That's her character development. She sings a song. Sorry, I don't know why I'm getting so heated. Sorry. Um, character development was a complete mess. All random and nothing of the magic that connects the audience with all of the One Piece series. Why do I even care who... About who Uta is. <laughs> who uh, That's a singing girl. That's like the main yeah, protagonist. Sorry, yeah. or See, who or what even is the Demon King? What a badly thought plot. It's just chaos from start to finish. Last bullet. And why keep forcing your audience? Ty, listen to the songs. Bad animation with the dancing. And every song is just so forced on the audience. This is really the worst movie ever. What were they thinking? Why, why, why? Nine out of twenty found that helpful. Amazing. Wow. Uh, with a with a four out of ten here, uh, we've got Zy Paris. Four out of ten. Very boring. One does not tend to expect much for an enti- for an anime movie spinoff, 
Still, the bar has dropped so low nowadays. One, action was limited and predictable. Cool battle choreography was little, and they mostly depended on cool flashy lights and CGI, which is nice if balanced with good battle choreography. Two, still don't understand what Tote Musica is and where it came from, why was why was it connected to Uchia, etc. Three, a cocktail of characters that mostly appeared and did nothing. Writers need to understand that it's much better to deploy a handful of old characters with a handful of new ones, put the Mogiwara in the middle, and write a story. <laughs> Obviously, throwing too much is nostalgic and easier for writers to get away, as usually they are pressed for time. My point is, I'd like to forget Big Mom Crew or CP0 or Kobe were even involved in this movie. All in all, watchable at best. 7 out of 14. And a 0 out of 14 for that for that uh, voice. That was, that was my worst one yet. Yeah, you were kind of in between a few different things there. Which is, you know, well, well trodden ground for you. I like to vision you as a younger, not coked out Donald Trump. Like a Donald Trump that Cogent is closing Trump? on his first house. Well, when Donald Trump was, was was in his prime, actually a dangerous grifter who could string together several sentences. Um, he didn't sound like that. He sounded like like a normal dude. Um, I wonder what happened. So gotcha. He sounded like jowls. I I can't tell you what happened. Um, but I can tell you. That Raza Gaming R has a 10 out of 10 review of uh, One Piece Film Red titled One Piece's Best Anime Ever, uh, September 9th, 2022. And uh, he writes, Uda is a beloved singer renowned for her concealing oh renowned for concealing her own identity when performing her voice is described as otherworldly now for the first time ever uda will reveal herself to the world at a live concert luffy is best shanks is legend zoro is zoro it's not anima it's reality of its world no anime come come close to one piece Islam Zinabad One Piece is Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Hilichiro Uda and has been serialized in Shuichi Shunen Manga Magazine Weekly Shen Jump since July 1997 with its individual chapters compiled into 103 tank bomb volumes as of August 2022. 5.9 found that helpful. Fucking amazing. See, when baby. I grabbed that, they were go- this, I got more than I bargained for. Because when I grabbed this, I thought it was just going to be like the fucking back of the box description of the movie. And I thought that was funny <laughs> enough. But then it just went off the rails. <laughs> they really just fucking hit the... They, they hit the autocomplete. <laughs> it's not an anima. It's reality of its world. <laughs> Man, that's deep, though. That's that's an anime it's, it's line Jayden in and of Smith itself, level, baby. <laughs> um, so the people who uh, did not like this for the Shanks bait, oh no, 
what words I just said. This fucking Gen Z jargon. Um, I did not like it because it had music. So, uh, don't you knew what you were going into? Wasn't all of it about music? So, Maroon Faya said, 1 out of 10. If you like Disney musical, you might, you may like it. You may like it. You might. It's possible. Now, the formatting is weird. Every line, it's almost like poem form. So, uh, that's how I'll read it, actually. Super long music video rather than movie. I've been One Piece fans since 20 years ago. This is the worst One Piece movie. I don't understand where's the storyline since they keep singing and singing. If you like Princessy Disney movie, this is for you. Don't expect One Piece or even mediocre anime movie vibe because it's not it. My friend, who's also a One Piece fans, literally fall asleep on the middle PF the movie. <laughs> and the Toxic Denial fans would still rate it 10 just because it would hurt their pride if their anime got lower rating. This is not only the worst One Piece movie, but the most boring anime movie I ever watched. Why this is hype and got a lot of money? They just hyping the art, the marketing by selling Akagami no shanks. Without him, this movie would not even get a one from me. Yeah, kid. Takami yeah. no shanks. <laughs> Sorry, the ending got me. They're just hyping the arcading. The arcading. <laughs> they combine the and marketing. Drop the, the M. The arcading. Drop the M spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> By selling a Kagame no shanks. Uh, that's Japanese for something. Something of shanks, as a matter of fact. <laughs> El Camaro, it's Spanish for the Camaro. <laughs> oh, and I, you know what? I was really confident in this last one to sit, you know, to really finish her off here. But after that, I'm feeling a little less confident. But we'll, but we'll run it anyways, kids. Arthur Tefero with his four out of ten review. Now I. I'll put this kernel in your mind. Just remember where where all of animation came from. Okay? Okay. Rubber hoses. Another cartoon posing as a film. One Piece Film Red. <laughs> this cartoon in another in a long line of cartoons produced in the last decade or so that belongs strictly on the cartoon <laughs> channel to be viewed for a lot less cost to a, a parent and child than the $20 plus another $20 for junky snacks. Chris Gore is right about the vast majority of films in the last decade. This is one of them. Although I believe 99% is too high for the percentage of bad films. It is more like 85 to 90% for me. This fantasy about a voice being so great that the world cannot wait to see who it belongs to is pretty silly. 
The world does not care. The days of the music idol have been declining for decades. It is a thing of the past. Try again. Zero out of 13. Zero. Zilch. Um, Try again. Make a better movie. It Japan. belongs on the cartoon channel. Music idols don't exist. One of those buttons was the right button to change to the right scene. (laughs) Glad you all don't get to see me struggle. (laughs) Go back to this. Um, Ticket to Paradise (laughs) gets displaced by One Piece Um, and uh, brings in 8.5 million dollars down 13.2 percent but picked up by 374 theaters interestingly um smiles and fourth same as last week down 26.6 percent so not a lot of huge droppers at the box office this weekend Mm, at least not in the top yeah yeah wow smile made a ton of money i was going through the budgets um, it did very well for a uh, horror movie Black Adam um, was a about two hundred million dollar budget, and they marketed the shit out of that. So even with how much they pulled in, I, I don't even know if they're gonna make it back. But um, seventeen million for Smile. <laughs> Fuck. It's, uh, it's a Blair Witch yeah. le- project level return almost. That's I mean, and it was I guess I think that was the horror film of choice this year for for movie going mm-hmm. audiences. That or um. X. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the box office, yeah, Smile has did better than any other horror movie, financially at least. But right. Um, yeah. Pray for the Devil did not fare as well, down forty five point eight percent. Um. No, no other changes. Just its second week. Trails yep. smile in its sixth week. Uh, Lyle Lyle Crocodile surged up uh, 22.9% to bring its growth to $3.3 million despite leaving 130 theaters. Uh, Who knows? That's one of the more random surges I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> they are sl- the, the sheeple are slowly realizing the crocodile movie is fucking goaded, dude. <laughs> The oh Sean Mendez is in the oh right I remember who he is yeah let's go take oh a- yeah he's crocodile Sean <laughs> Mendez is crocodile hey it's got yeah, it's I- got Anton Sugar in it <laughs> <laughs> give me some of that Anton Sugar <laughs> yeah the fucking the brownie in motion caught that one this week I guess yeah um the Banshees of Inisherin uh hit a wider release today up or this week rather last week one of these one of these times is is what this time frame is referring to uh 837 more theaters bring it to 895 total up 284 uh, percent two million uh, rocketing up in the seventh place in its third week till um continues its second week of wide release here Another 78 theaters up to 2100, uh, $1.85 million. 
uh, down 32.5% from last week. Uh, only $7 million so far worldwide. This is definitely, this feels like a smaller budget awards film kind of kind of thing yeah. where they're just getting it out to say that it was in theaters and make it eligible for awards. Uh, Halloween ends yep. somehow manages to stay in the top 10 despite it being November and it being on Peacock and it having already dropped yeah. 70% the prior week. <laughs> like Michael Myers, it just won't stay down. <laughs> Uh, down 64.5% out of 490 theaters. Still in almost 3,000 theaters last week. That's crazy. I wonder if that's a testament to how bad Peacock is being received. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you <laughs> know what? It might Peacock. be easier to find it in your at your theater than to spend the time looking for it on Peacock. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible to find anything on Peacock. Uh, $103 million worldwide. And it, it, it just edges out Terrifier 2, Two. which also somehow still still carving out a pretty respectable total. Still hanging. More tenacious than I, I would have realized, even though the total gross over these five weeks is $9 million. $9 million domestic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this thing has been... This thing has been in the top ten for for a while, but it has been number ten for a while. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, it ain't. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. With that, like Top Gun Maverick is out of the top ten. I think it's out of. They just pulled it. They're done with it. For they finally said, we're not making thirty weeks $1 is enough dollars anymore. <laughs> Cut it all. But you know, Minions: Rise of Gru is still still hanging around. Um, they're, they're waiting for their their their. Oh my god, guys! So they can be like, oh, look at number yeah, twenty eight down here. Yep, the RRR twenty 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 two oh, re release <laughs> in one theater. And if I'm not mistaken, the movie came out in twenty twenty two. Huh? <laughs> I I actually wow. I wonder what this. I'm gonna look up what theater this released in because this sounds like. Someone wanted to do like a festival, it, and they just like. Yeah. They, it must have been pretty big theater if it brought in ten thousand dollars. Yeah, seriously. Um, let's see. August fifth. <sighs> well, it have to be what last week, so it'd have to be November. Something. Yeah. Um, so it's not given. There's no. There's no news on it. Uh, Lumpia with a the, vengeance, still charting <laughs> in three boy. theaters. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> All right. That's uh. That's the follow up. That sure is the follow up. Let's talk gaming news. Um, where to begin? Not start with, not, start on the frontier. Sonic Frontiers dropped. Yeah, Sonic Frontiers has dropped. We'll probably. I don't have any news about it. I haven't. All I know is that people are lots of people are playing it and making content about it. Yeah, I haven't gotten to. I 
I will probably not consume much of that content until I've had a chance to get my own hands on the game, which will be at some point, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Not too distant future. We'll, we'll play video games somewhere along the line. I've got, I mean, I've been meaning to finish Spider-Man for what's going on like two months now. <laughs> <laughs> Just every time I, I try to, to sit down to play it, there's something else that distracts me. Um... No, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are just a, a week out or so from release. And uh, it's already, like, released completely. People are live streaming the game. <laughs> like, there are no secrets anymore. Oh, yeah. I've I've been watching the some guy play it on uh, TikTok. And it's, uh, I'm like, how the fuck are you not, like, gunned down by Nintendogs? Honestly. It's because it because Game Freak can't fucking fund their own video games, let alone a legal team to follow up on cease and desists. Because I've been hearing that they've been going after a lot of like TikTok leak videos um, that are like leaking a lot of the uh, new Pokemon and uh, some of the paradox forms, and they've been like trying to strike them down. But I think that it probably just got to a point where it's too widespread that they can't control it anymore. Those pictures are it's out. out there now, yeah. It's. I mean, I've I've seen it. I've seen a lot of it. I mean, we're we're only like a week away. Like, is it really that like crazy to fully release a lot of the information? Um, no. I don't remember how they. Well, usually, shit would get data mined. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, they. There's some some stuff that I won't spoil. The one thing that I did notice that's going to have a big impact on competitive battling is that the max PP for Roost and Recover and Rest have all been reduced to five, which will hurt stall considerably and balance teams as well that need to rely on a defensive pivot to stave off uh, scary attackers. Which is, uh, if that's not Game Freak balancing in action, then I don't know what is. Yeah. Aggro time, yeah, the stuff, I've, the stuff that I've seen about it is, um, I would say, majority promising. Um, in terms of taking a lot of the good stuff that they saw from Arceus, implementing it into a, a redesign of Sword and Shield, uh, let's say... Um, and, and kind of making things a little bit more streamlined still. Um, even even like trainer battles seem like they're a little bit more streamlined. There's no animation going into trainer battles and, and whatnot, so it, it seems a lot smoother. <clears throat> In terms of like graphical release of the uh, full game, it's still not like... I'm not wowed, but I don't... I have no idea what the I performance mean, is yeah. going to be like. I mean, it would be a how real much surprise can you to really expect... Game out of yeah. the fucking Tegra X one plus SOC that the Twitch wrote. That that yeah. SOC was a year old when the Switch debuted. The Switch has been out for six years now. <laughs> yeah. I mean it seems like people just want a little bit more of an optimized game in terms of like po- Pokemon not if they're gonna have overworld Pokemon and elements in the overworld and you're gonna have a free world or open world um, don't have shit popcorning in and out as you're speeding around the map. You know that kind of takes you out of it. Um, and then also, 
distance elements try to make them a little bit cleaner. That seems like the two main groups. Well, Poppin was really bad on Arceus. Yeah, and, and Arceus too. Yeah, that that was the other thing that they complained about, which which I understand. I I get it. Especially if you're going to have things in the game that allow you to move quickly, which you have these fucking legendary motorcycles <laughs> that are going to yeah. speed you around the the map. So I really hate you're going to have that element. Motion blur. But that's kind of what it's there for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Um, but I don't know, it seems like everything so far is looking pretty good for the game. Uh, after a certain point, it's just also going to be like your personal preference. If you don't like the design of the new Pokemon or the design of the map, yeah. then... I, okay. I will say that I haven't been super hyped for this. I don't feel like the hype train has really been as pronounced for this as it has the last few generations. Well, it's hard to be, like, super enthusiastic about, like, a... I mean, ter- terrestrializing is different, sure, but it's... It's it's not I don't it's not even like a form change it's not a move change it's just you get big well, that was I, I, I wasn't uh, and uh, Gigantamax same thing it's it's like a different Gigantamax and I'm like I don't know if I really like this and they're even doing the same thing with like you have to raid terrestrial uh, Terra type Pokemon or whatever in these dens um, and you have to like four v one them and I'm like. Is that really, we're just copying Gigantamax and Dynamax and stuff for the overworld? Or how is this going to go? Are you going to do anything different with it? Um, I, I will say the one nice thing, and it's not a not as much of a spoiler, but it's the guy described it a lot like the overwhelming feeling that you get when you play Breath of the Wild, where there's so many opportunities and options you can do right off the bat for it being an open world game Mm -hmm. that it kind of itches that part of your brain that i don't think pokemon has ever done before because we've only had a linear gameplay style so we only had to go right to cerulean city in johto you could go left or right (laughs) (laughs) you had you had more options yes um you had you had a couple more options they've been slowly adding options of like what to do in the game um but now they're just like let's just let them do everything. Um, and if you're not leveled enough, then so be it. Uh, the, so, um, I remember there were some mods of like crystal, like Pokemon Crystal Clear lets you take, like, it lets you challenge the gyms in any order. You could have like a bunch of different starters. Well, I know so it's that became a popular like uh, alternate play yeah. style for crystal because I think in, in, Maybe it was specifically Crystal or just Johto in general. There were a lot of different gyms you could do out of order. Like, what you're supposed to do when you get to, I think, your Teak City after that gym, I think you're supposed to go left to the Lighthouse Town and face the Steel Gym leader. But you could also go right up towards the Lake of Rage and battle the ice gym guy who was like two badges ahead so you're like why are all these pokemon so much stronger (laughs) but the the weird part about about gen 2 was that the like elite four level and like the level cap that you started to see was a lot less or a lot more uh flat than it was in like early the well gen one 
um, and, and other generations. Like, remember the Elite Four Pokemon were only like 44, 45, and then like yeah. 50 yeah. strong instead of like 60? Because... So they're all like downgraded a little bit. And I think part of that is Yeah, because like, the, all the, the Kanto Gym Pokemon were like 55 50, and fucking red has yeah. level yeah. 83 Pokemon on his team. Yeah. Which I still don't know why they never decided to... Of all the things that they copycatted and, like, copy and pasted over from other gyms or other gens, that was the one thing that they never decided to, like, copy and paste. Being able to go to a different region? some version of that. What do you mean? Yeah, other... Like, having two regions in the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, two regions in the game, seeing, like, how things change over what maybe time... I think Black 2 and White 2 tried to kind of do that thing. Because I know in... Well, there I was a time... Black, was it in Black or White where... Or is it Black 2 or White 2 where you could just... You went into, like, some random house in one of the cities and it was, like... It was Cynthia. And she just fucking challenges you to a match right there. Um, hmm. I don't know. I, they kind of did something similar, like, in um, Ultra Sun and Moon, I think. Um, you could play the... There was like a grand tournament where they would like pull. Oh, and that was also, I think, a black and white two feature with uh, past gym leaders showing up in like in game tournaments. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. I, I, yeah, they never did. And like re, um, re battling gym leaders was something they only did once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. In your yeah, I this is what I was remembering. In Undella Town in black and white, if you so it's a post I guess it's a post game town, but um if you go into Undella Town, you just in a house, you walk into the house and Cynthia walks up to you and challenges you to a battle. <laughs> and she has a level like a level seventy five team. <laughs> oh god. It's uh it's it's not her championship team, it's a little different. It's Spirit Tomb, Electros, My uh Milotic, Braviary, Lucario, and Garchomp. That's pretty close to her. The yeah, only one that just, wouldn't have been on there would have been Braviary, because that's a Gen 5 Pokemon. Braviary and and Electros, because she had Roselia yeah. instead of Electros right. and uh Star Leo Luello Luello instead of Braviary. Star, I think Star that. I think Star Raptor. That, yeah, Star um, Raptor. Well, Star Raptor. Star Raptor is probably a little bit better than Braviary, but I think overall that team is stronger than her champion team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so. They, <laughs> there were there was a lot of reports of people getting like just just absolutely goofed on, <laughs> like they're walking around with their grinding team and they're just in town. <laughs> Like I have to fight the champion now. Shit. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So we'll see in a week and week and a couple days when um when uh, Scarlet and Violet come out. How people like it. Yep. So we shall. Uh, after nine whole months, Dark Souls Remastered has finally had its online servers restored, thus concluding the most bizarre. <laughs> Saga. <laughs> uh, of, is it any better than it was before? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it, that that's been a whole fucking debacle. 
Yeah. Is the Dark Souls. I guess there was a security PC. vulnerability found in Dark Souls 3, which could allow some malicious code to be run through its uh, online functionality. And it took four months after they took it down to hear anything about what the hell was going on. And uh, they've they've slowly been um, restoring them. And finally, Dark Souls Remastered has uh, had its online brought back, which means that all three Dark Souls titles now have online on PC again. About time. Yep. Um, N7 Day was uh, November 7th, as it is every year. And. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Funny how that works. And um, Mass Effect fans have decoded a hidden message from Liara in the N7 Day teaser that they dropped. Um, do, 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 do. Regardless of when you join us through four games and more expansions, you can say that. Uh, where's the message that they decoded? Put that in the beginning of your article, please. Um, this is a direct lift from which is in 2020. Uh, now this is where things get really interesting. The concept art. So I guess there's concept art from Bioware 25, uh, anniversary book that they put out of like concept mm-hmm. art of all their, their games. So it's an old one that's been recolored slightly, um, and included in the trailer. And the interesting thing is that the concept is Art is old, but as Bioware suggests in the tweet, there's more to it than meets the eye or ear. In this particular case, SoundCloud user Mosaic Horse worked some audio magic on the video and discovered a hidden audio message. Exactly. Mm. And, and the the audio is, exactly. The council will be furious, although they should know by now not to underestimate human defiance. Um, so... Okay. Nifty. Perhaps a hint at plot elements for the upcoming Mass Effect game. Um, that would be pretty cool. I would have I would have preferred something a little more concrete, like we expect the game to be releasing in X number of years. <laughs> <laughs> nah, can't have that. That would be productive and get people actually. I don't know this. Like <laughs> I, I feel like this is kind of hype like it, it tells me that they're there's, still thinking about there's it there's cautious optimism i would say um amongst fans um i feel like a lot of people are kind of not super enamored with the current state of bioware you know it's been a rough few years uh andromeda and then anthem right after that and a lot of people have left. It's not really the same Bioware anymore. A lot of the people that made the original yeah. Mass Effect games just aren't at the company anymore. So yeah, see, that's the case with a lot of companies, I think. Yeah. At this point. But yes, I agree. I I kind of I'm in the same frame of mind that I'm am with the new Dragon Age game, where like I want it to be good, but I'm not gonna like get my hopes up 
that it's going to be anything more than Inquisition. An- another one. Yeah. Of course, I mean, Dragon Age, they, it, they peaked on the first one. <laughs> they really did. Yeah. <laughs> it was all downhill from there. Well, it was it was a sharp dive downhill and then the, the step back up the hill. <laughs> Peaks and valleys. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, lastly, the new cyberpunk patch brings uh, with it a couple new things such as um, FSR 2.1 support and a, uh, a fix to a glitch that was causing boobs uh, to clip Oops. through clothing. Apparently, if you uh, uh, are a female-bodied V and you increase your endowment slider all the way up. <laughs> nice. If you want more, just Google cyberpunk boob clip. I'm sure you will get exactly what you think you will. <laughs> You'll get the same results when you Google Balls Triple X. Yeah, so rejoice or not, as the case may be, CGPR has said that it fixed the issue where V's breasts clip through clothes after changing their size at a ripper dock. (laughs) It's a different kind of ripper dock. Yeah, that's, that's the real life ripper dock. Just like... We saw a real life ripoff documentary <laughs> with Weird, the Al Yankovic story, a Roku Channel original movie. That's right. It's the Roku Channel uh, marketing leader. This is the this is marketing one hundred and one uh, loss leader uh, strategizing. Give them a big hook movie. Bring them in free. And pelt them with ads until they say, "Yeah, I guess I could, I could sign up for Roku Paid." Because <laughs> I, I honestly did not have any idea that Roku was anything other than like the free generic channel for stuff that just didn't care to be on any other streaming service. Um, well, I mean, Roku, but I guess not. They make streaming sticks. They make the hardware. And yeah. the Roku channel just it used to be something that was available on the sticks and had, like, a bunch of shit that it was cheap to buy the streaming rights for. Yeah. It's like, here, your giant piece of hardware you bought is technically not a prick. Look, here's this base-level service that came shovelware onto it. Uh, enjoy. Oh, but a- I guess... Oh. Uh, yeah. I was saying, and they, they, I mean, mine is purchased their TV. Like, I have, yeah, Roku TV TVs Roku are, and, are yeah. popular. Yeah, Roku's like the number one yeah. streaming device in the world. Yeah, it's like that. And I wouldn't then be the surprised Fire Stick and then like super Google cheap. Chrome. Yeah. Because it's, it's Apple super cheap. I mean, I got this Roku TV for like fucking mouse pennies, dude. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a video game menu that hooks up to the internet. It's a it's yeah. a pretty accessible piece of tech. Um, I did not mean to start this off necessarily as a full on advertisement for Roku. Uh, I don't endorse Roku. Yeah, I, I stopped source. using the. I, mean, Roku. I would rather watch a real streaming surface. Well, <laughs> I don't Ooh, think shots fired. I don't think people like, are are buying Roku devices for the Roku channel. 
Oh. Like I said, I got it oh. for a handshake and a wink. Yeah. Um, yeah for, a, for a nice cherry phosphate down at the fucking soda jerk. <laughs> what? Give get, old, get with uh, the lingo, Kurt. Get yourself an egg cream. <laughs> give I know what an egg cream is. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck a soda jerk is. It's the old name for a dude. It, like uh, It's the soda version of a bartender. So at the soda found, okay. the guy who would serve you your drinks is the soda jerk. I see. Um, and none of this has to do with the Weird Al movie. Although I could see Weird Al being like a 50s like soda fountain guy, soda jerk. I feel like he's dressed up as one already. With the amount of costumes mm-hmm. that man has had. Um, so I know... Uh, we are we are of of some division of opinions on this movie. Um, I I know I enjoyed it quite a bit. I found it very uh, very lovely experience. I liked it, but um, I just didn't find it as as funny as as I was hoping it would be. It's more of like. There, it's, there's a lot of chuckles and a few like hearty laughs in there. Yeah. It's not, I'm not a laugh say that riot. The Weird Al movie was subtle in its comedy. I feel like that would be wrong to say. I'll say that a lot of the humor was very dry. I think if you compare it yeah. to UHF, it doesn't compare very favorably, in my opinion. I thought UHF was they're a lot funnier. They're definitely different styles. Yeah, but I I was far more entertained by UHF than I was by this movie. Not to say that this movie wasn't entertaining. I had high expectations. I think I should preface things by saying that. And I was kind of whelmed by the movie. It was not bad. It's mm-hmm. it's like I said, like it's good for a few laughs, but it was not like the the Lear laugh riot I was hoping for from the trailer. Gotcha. But I feel like that I feel like that's kind of part of its charm. Like it there are so many instances instances that take itself serious and does not take itself serious and it melds those two and it kind of blurs that line that it kind of leaves you guessing a lot of the times of like what's what's real what's not real what is supposed to be a joke what is like even when they like like in the beginning of the movie they Mm -hmm. they did the whole like kind of like the the coming of of, uh, the realization that my bologna was like that that's his inspiration and then he totally misses it later on with like fat yeah and then he 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 hits it so so late and it's like you think they're gonna repeat that joke but then they don't and they even look at the camera and they're like right it's gonna you gonna do it yeah there's hey do the thing you do it 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 was definitely a range um yeah i think I, i think what part of it what i enjoyed was like one which is weird. Like I enjoyed, like Daniel Radcliffe did a solid job in this. He was, he yeah, he was <laughs> as as fic as a uh, biopic Al Yankovic, um, 
what a what acting chops um i'll the other thing that i enjoyed about it was that um this is kind of a small thing besides all the comedy and such that it was like it was reasonably like clean i guess there was there wasn't no cussing in it oh, okay. i guess specifically um just no cussing just and drug no, references like, and <laughs> yeah and for me that means that that's it's borderline enough where I could watch this feasibly with other family members, like at Thanksgiving. There's don't ask the line. The lines are strange. Um, but this was the right, this was the right kind of wholesome. I, I get that. I've, I've known people who are totally turned off by a movie. If it has too much swearing and, and they use it a little bit too, too liberally. Um, which, which I it also wasn't like depressing. Okay, That's the other thing. Sure. Like it was. I mean, it's supposed oh, to be sure. like this hard. You know, it's a since it's a parody of those hard hitting um, musical biopics. Like you don't. I'm. I wasn't like. It's not a downer like a lot of movies could be, and that that ruins it when I'm trying to watch it with like family. Yeah, they really I don't think, like. Downer I think movies. part of where I felt the movie could have done a little better is uh, they could have like satirized the tropes of the genre a little bit more than it did. Well, I thought they, I thought they did with like, I mean the whole, the whole point of him, like being sober the entire time and then finally having some whiskey at the behest of Madonna. Um, and you know that you have also the, the love interest that, you know, either is like the, the drive for them or too clingy that they get mm-hmm. distracted by things. Uh, but then they have the alcoholism later on and they just chose him to be a drunk instead of like doing drugs. I mean, yeah. I guess he did do drugs technically once, but um, you know, they had that, that culminate was into <laughs> that, was, that was pretty choice. That was fucking great. <laughs> this guacamole tastes weird. Of course it does. <laughs> oh yeah. It's loaded with LSD. Rain Wilson. Um, Real fuck what a what a G in this. So uh what was the rumor I heard? They get they were gonna get someone else to be Dr. Demento, but he came he had to come in like last minute. There's there's a lot of I think behind the scenes stuff that I'm if I if I'm quoting it here, disclaimer, if I'm talking about it here, that means I haven't looked into it. <laughs> and you probably look into it yourself. Factoids oh, such real real factoids, real fake facts. Such as, um, I think it, they only did filming, they only did shooting for f- like 18 days. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. This is basically a very long, funnier die video. Yeah, and, and it was made by Funnier Die. <laughs> yes, that's, that's kind of why I specifically chose that <laughs> website. Yeah. So I could I could see that this was that I would not be shocked if this were made for a fairly modest budget because like there are people it's filled with actors that are like the kind of famous where you're like yeah I've seen them in something before but not the kind mm. of famous where you're you have to pay a lot of money for them yeah um, yeah like uh, of course Rain Wilson like we said uh, there's a there's a big scene. There are a couple scenes, I guess, that were parodies of actual, like, the musical biopics, like the scene in the 
um, executive's office was right out of the Queen uh, movie. Yeah. The one on the the one where he gets drunk on stage, I think, was the Doors. Um, well, and the one Jim the Morrison specifically, probably. Yeah. And the one in the pool was supposed to be Boogie Nights, which I I, I enjoyed that scene quite a bit. Uh, they had, I think, was it like, people were saying like Emo Phillips was uh, Tiny Tim. They had Conan as Andy Warhol. Yeah, uh, Paul F. Tompkins was Gallagher. So it had, it had celebrities cameoing as the other celebrities. celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I I I don't want to give the impression that I I thought the movie was bad or anything. Like it had funny moments like that, but nothing that that really like made me cackle. Like I really liked the LSD sequence; that was pretty funny. Um, I'm I know I'm definitely gonna quote uh, when he's slamming the fucking phone yeah. <laughs> after hearing that Michael Jackson stole. Or he stole beat it. <laughs> what gives him the right? <laughs> I did appreciate the fact that, and I knew he would in some capacity. The real Weird Al had yeah, a character. I was, I was wondering, like, who would he show up as? I would have preferred his character to to be a little more featured because you know he's Weird Al. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um. Kind of featured. I, I'm I'm scrolling through the uh, trivia right now on IMDb to try to find out if there's anything about Rain Wilson. The only thing about Rain Wilson is that in the the original thing, it was originally Pat Oswalt. That's what it was. Documento. Yeah, but he showed up as a heckler. Um, but but he yeah he made a cameo in this as a heckler. Um, but all the singing that was done was done by yeah. Weird Al. Yeah. Um, and that was and the dumb. that's a movie bio or musical biopic thing too, where they'll just uh, sync over the actual artist's music. Although I did, I was just seeing a story. Let me see if I can pull it up. That uh, Weird Al kind of regrets not letting uh, Daniel Radcliffe do any singing. Let me see if I can find the article. Uh, my favorite scene i think from the whole movie was the pool scene at dr demento's house where i found the guest list i've been i've been wondering who all the who all was there uh the pool party included devo frank zappa salvador dali Mm -hmm. andy warhol tiny tim peewee herman david bowie gallagher Wolfman Jack, John Deacon, John Denver, Divine, Elton John, Elvira, Alice Cooper. I did Grace notice quite that. Alice yeah. Cooper. That's oh, you didn't who it was. pick up on that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know him that well. I was like I know who that is, but I don't I can't put a name to it. Gallagher, of course. You know how could you? Uh, who was the who was Conan's Andy character? Warhol. Andy Warhol. Yeah, that's yeah. Andy Warhol. Yeah, fucking amazing. I did pop for Conan, as I always do. I I thought you would. I thought you'd pop. Um, but da, but da, but da, where's the quote? The whole film was shot in eighteen days. Yeah. Holy shit. They it. Yes. I mean, um, there wasn't a lot of different locations or sets that they needed to film in. Yeah, but still, it's a. I think it's a. It's a mark. It's a good mark again on on like Daniel Radcliffe's kind of acting resume like he he's all for that kind of shit like i feel like 
he he jumped at this chance. He did I don't an know, interview. But I feel like he would jump at this chance. We're like, you get to you have to play alternate weird Al. We have like two weeks to film this shit, and I need you to get super. Like, I don't even think they asked him to get super ripped. I feel no, like he just, just did that. That's just how he is. Like he's generally in good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know he doesn't have a real job. <laughs> Uh, Adam Driver was the backup to Daniel Radcliffe. If he oh, that would have been. So, I think that would have been better. I Adam think that Driver would have been a been lot a better. Actually. Picture him like picture him with the curls and the big glasses and the mustache. I Daniel Radcliffe did a good job, but hearing that makes me very sad that we didn't get the version of this movie that starred Adam Driver. I want one scene. With I want the test scene with Adam Driver in it. Yeah, I I'm trying to find if there's. Give anybody, me a physical uh, release with screen tests as a bonus feature. I need to see the Adam Driver screen test. Fuck, I can't find it. I can't find it if they haven't had um, anything about it. I was hoping somebody would have um like did one of those deep fakes where they could take like uh. Adam Driver and put like a deep fake him into or vice versa for Weird Al. That'd be great. Yeah. I I'll I'll also say of this movie that uh even if it's if it's not like a slam dunk of like a fuck it's not like a, a instant blockbuster. Um just thinking about like this in the con- in the context of Weird Al's other movie and his many albums, like I just think it's I'm always happy when like it just comes out and it's like fine. It it doesn't like have a, it's not a weird stumble and trip. I'll say this much for a Roku channel exclusive movie. It's very well done. Like, yeah, this could have been so much worse. And like even shit like Netflix has put out original movies that are so much worse. Like, Triple Frontier is a completely different <coughs> category mm-hmm. of of f- fucked. <laughs> and yeah. that had a lot of money and a lot of big name yeah, actors in it. <laughs> yep. But when when you add Weird Al into the picture, like it's it the the Yankovic bump is not it's not nothing. I was happy to see that uh Weird Al's former uh well actually I think current still uh, comedy Bang Bang co-host Scott Ackerman made his way into the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Although he was, I he started to get typecast as a cop because <laughs> he was a cop in Auntie Donna. It's a big old house of fun, <laughs> and he's a cop in this. <laughs> Scott Ackerman doesn't really strike me as a cop type, but, <laughs> but there he is. Um, you you reminded me of the opening like the moment that i i was i was sure that this film was going to be fine was was ironically the first scene where the surgeon is is leaning over him and like checking checking him out he pulls off his mask and it's lin manuel miranda <laughs> he's like damn we're not going to make it i'm like yes all right they know what they're doing here um yeah the accordion gags are great i the uh the whole <laughs> the the running joke of like Madonna as like the crime lord temptress that was 
That was that was. Great. I did I did have a nice little laugh at the the bit where he's playing his first show in front of the rowdy crowd, and his roommates are like, "Oh man, he needs some help." And they go up on stage and they just can play all their instruments. Just natural. I like, didn't know you guys could play. It didn't seem relevant until now. Be relevant. I love jokes like that. That was pretty good. Oh, there should have been more jokes like that in there. Uh, the the thing that got me the most surprisingly throughout the entire thing was the very end of the movie when the credits were rolling and they showed oh, all yeah. the like throughout the life the quote unquote real photos of like where this was based on like I think they had like maybe those might have been real pictures of his parents for all I know I, I'm sure like um, part of it it started out like real with with childhood they, album photos. Then they started to blur the lines, and like it just got progressively dumber as it got on. I, so I didn't. Like... The one joke I I didn't realize, like it didn't click with me until after, was that like at the end of the movie he gets assassinated, and it and it freeze frames right before he gets killed, and then in the credits they show him getting fucking splattered on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, we're gonna artfully cut around this. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking the credit song too i i stuck through the whole credits all right i didn't uh, stick yeah. through the whole credits no after credits did scenes, they, but they did did they do a like you know r.i.p coolio thing um i don't remember oh, I don't honestly know. i was more entranced by the fa- by the song itself they did the coolio. They obviously they had the him in there, and I know this movie was probably yeah. filmed before he had passed. I was wondering mm-hmm. if they had stuck in like a you know in memoriam thing for that because they did show they, they they chose that song as like the big focal plot point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe on a special edition or something though. Yeah. You know, or or some other. Although they did it. have beef, I would hope they so. famously did have some beef. Right, that was the I was like the closest Weird Al ever came to a controversy was like, yeah, he and Coolio didn't like they didn't Coolio didn't understand Coolio. I don't think I think he, as I recall, and this could be details could be a little askew here, so don't take this mm-hmm. as gospel. As I recall, uh, Weird Weird Al reached out to Coolio's people for permission, which is a courtesy. He doesn't have to do that. Um, and I guess his people gave the general impression that that would be okay, but they didn't run it by Coolio himself. So when Coolio found out about it and the fact that he didn't feel that he had given permission, he, he got a little hot and bothered by it. Um, but I think it was pretty short lived and they, they they talked it over, <laughs> yeah, like reasonable people, and came to an came to an understanding, and then we got one yeah. of the best awards uh, photos ever, yeah, <laughs> where where both Weird Al and Coolio were wearing the yeah, the I will I'll pull style. it uh, I'll pull it up in just a second. Yeah, I, I have a I'm getting yeah, the scrap. That's a that. that's an iconic photo. Yeah, here let me uh, I'll just uh, I'll... there's an article about um uh. There's an article about like their beef, um, and what what Weird Al uh, paying tribute to Coolio um, right after he died. So I don't think there was anything in the movie uh, about it, but 
Um, he definitely did something on Instagram and Twitter, um, and they, they talk about it. And also, there's a quote, I apologized to Weird Al a long time ago, and I was wrong. Coolio recently said about his initial reaction to the hit parody. Yeah. Yeah. So. If I can get the fucking screen grab to work. Ripperino Coolio. There we go. Um. <laughs> I I I giggled at the 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 diversion into like John Wick action. Yeah, um, that that was very that, that didn't I, land for I, me. I laughed because they well one they put the accordion music in the fight scene music, which was which was choice, and um I I I'm so I'm uh, in awe that they fucking managed to make Eat It an action movie one liner. Yeah. I, oh yes. I mean, I uh, didn't. I never expected them to do that. That didn't really uh, connect for me too much. Although I do love um, Pablo Escobar. Um, that actor. He's in uh, Broad City, and he's he's pretty funny mm-hmm. in that. And I, I just him as Pablo Escobar was was really funny. That whole great. the whole interaction there. It was like the, it was too loud here. Do you want me to turn it down? <laughs> I can think again. This is great. There and there were some good callbacks. Like they had the callback game was the Pablo impressive. Escobar, on this. Like like they mentioned the Pablo Escobar one off like a couple like that times. Was, that even. was whatever. And then and then to pay it off, they did that whole like kidnapping thing, which is a pretty big payoff. But and then the um. The, the the medallions on the neck the the platinum records yep. that saved his life i was like okay all right solid uh when i saw him get shot i'm like oh that's how that's... they're gonna pay it off good deal i like it yeah so it's, there's it's, a lot of moments like that it is it is as far as you know low budget uh streaming service you've never heard of exclusive movies go you can do a lot worse than weird the Al Yankovic story. Oh sure. Um, I I was uh, I guess it seems harsh to say I was disappointed because I feel like that carries with it this implicit notion that the movie is bad or I didn't like it, mm-hmm. which isn't true. It just it wasn't what you were expecting. I was hoping for for a little more, a little more genesis quoi. Mm-hmm. A little more chutzpah. So you would say that it's it's not the it's not the best, but arguably one of the best in a niche, a very niche genre. Of all of the parody biopics <laughs> I have seen, this is certainly one of them. <laughs> yeah, this is arguably the best parody biopic I've ever seen. Give me, well, give and, me. And there are, would you call like Dewey Cox? Yes, like a Walk Hard is biopic? definitely. And I would say yeah, this is probably a little bit better than Walk Hard, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, so although it did have a lot uh, of the same kind of jokes, now that I'm thinking about it, like with his brother getting cut in half, and the fucking yeah. kids getting eaten by the industrial shredder. <laughs> he never said what they made at the factory. Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> You'll learn what we make at the factory when you work at the factory. <laughs> that that I was like, they never paid that off. They, they never said no. He that, asked right? what they do, and the guy just laughs him off. I like it. <laughs> the, I like the that like, decision. <laughs> I like. 
<laughs> you're funny. They make sparks, from what He's, I can your tell. Your old man said you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. I just like the fact that they give the option to press those buttons, right? Like within his reach, and it just kills somebody. <laughs> that was that was like a UHF level gag. Yeah. Like there's there's it. That's the whole range. It's like there's a couple of those where they're like really off the wall kind of silly stuff and then like there's the there's the drier kind of jokes um so i think i i would say i i would think you guys would agree that this is worth at least taking a look at oh yeah certainly it's um, it's an hour it's not gonna be a, 45 minutes it's easy there's like look at the fucking top 10 of the box office and you look at this movie and you say yeah no this movie is, is this probably really worth any worse <laughs> Yeah, it's and you can watch it from home, and you will come out more entertained uh, than probably you would from a lot of those movies. If you and like Weird Al, you'll you'll enjoy this movie. Um, yeah, even even a, even a little bit. It's not like you're not going to learn anything about Weird Al, no. <laughs> but you will hear some of the man's music, and you will enjoy a lot of the same type of humor. But that's not the point. You're not I, supposed I'm to not, learn this. It's you know the, the rule yep. on Seinfeld: no hugging, yep. no learning. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I I know I'm gonna check this out again. I'm gonna go back and watch this again over Thanksgiving when I'm home with the fam. I will probably. I had to squeeze this in at work because I might have forgotten today was Thursday, um, <laughs> but. I will probably give this another shake with with my girlfriend, where I can you know sit down and watch it continuously. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I did that with uh, the All Quiet in the Western Front. <laughs> watching it at work. I gotta watch at least Ooh. like I I was like I have to watch at least thirty minutes of forty five minutes if I can finish yeah. this at home. I was like, oh, I I think I can I can get this out. So I watched an hour on my lunch break, and then when I was uh finishing a report in my office <laughs> watch the, yep. the remaining 45 minutes <laughs> all right well that's that's gonna wrap it up for 240 episode 240 of the sound of 330 god we've been doing this yep. for fucking it's... ever <laughs> basically forever when people ask now if if the show's ever gonna end i'm like talk to me when we hit episode 500 see how i feel at that point <laughs> yeah which is still another like three years off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you got at things. least another three years of this shit. We got <laughs> plenty got of time forever because we're going to watch Wakanda forever for next week. Are we? Is that official now? I'm call. I'm calling I, I'm it here. I really don't want to watch Wakanda forever. <laughs> I don't either. And that's why I'm calling it because I'm not gonna be here next week. I'm off on a trip. Early reviews has it at seven point three out of ten. So you're just gonna Strong stick us with okay. Wakanda forever and bounce? <laughs> That's your plan here. That's the strategy. There's no Paddington shit. Oh no no no! So we'll, we'll watch that, we'll or we'll something. watch something else. We'll find something, yeah. Paddington. Don't you worry. I've done it before. I can do it again. I will create something. We will read fucking books if we have to. (laughs) We wrote a comic about Paddington. Review our own comic. 
we wrote a comic about how what if Paddington was on Top Chef, and uh, in this in this in this us. comic, uh, Paddington competes on Forged in Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Takes, it's a bit toasty. takes a much different turn than you might expect. All right. Once again, that's going to wrap it up on episode 340 of the Sounds Podcast. Uh, until next time, be well, stay safe, and party like it's 1995. Peace. Bye-bye.